Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along. We've been talking about repentance and a new, new year, a new life, a new, a, a new ambitions, new opportunities in the new year. I'd like to talk for a moment, should a Christian search out their own sins? You know, I was taught early on in my Christian life one way to have our prayer life. We use the acronym ACTS. A stood for adoration, C, confession, T, thanksgiving, S, supplication. Four good aspects of prayer, acts, adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. And I'd like to focus on that confession part. There's some Christians, it seems like, who their idea of this is to go deep, deep, deep in their introspection. And to think, basically, to focus on everything negative that they've done in the previous, you know, day or 24 hours or whatever. Is this a good habit to do? Is this a good way to do? Well, it can for some people. It can be for some people. If you happen to be self-righteous, I know when I came to Christ, I'd been pretty self-righteous. And if you happen to be self-righteous, it doesn't hurt to allow the Spirit of God to do some some inspecting of you. There, to me, there's a difference, though, between personal introspection, me digging deep into every negative thing I can think about myself and becoming depressed and allowing the Spirit of God to, to look upon me. Let's look at a couple verses about this. One is Psalm 139 and verse 23 and 4. After this tremendous uh, time of talking about the God's omnipotence and omniscience, he's always with us, he's in the presence, he's all, he knows everything about me. He knows more about me than I know about myself. And so in Psalm 139, verse 23, the psalmist prays, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxious thoughts. And see if there be any hurtful way in me. And lead me in the everlasting way. It's interesting he asked God to search him. He asked God to look upon him. God to check him out. God to lead him. God, God to reveal to him any way that he was wrong and to lead him in the right way. Jeremiah 17 verses 9 and 10. Read this. The heart is more deceitful than all else and is desperately sick. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, search the heart. I test the mind to give to each man according to his ways, according to the results of his deeds. Through the years, I've learned instead of to be overly introspective myself, to be asking God to be the one to search me. There can be a spiritual pride that can lead to deep discouragement if we're always searching ourselves. If we're always trying to focus on where have I failed? Because you know what? The list is endless. We've all failed. We've all sinned. And, and we can all dig up things about ourselves and find, and we could spend our entire, the rest of our lives focusing on where we failed. I know some Christians, it's, they, their attitude is I sin all the time. Every waking moment of my life, I sin. I'm a miserable wretch. I don't know, folks. I don't think that's how God looks at you. 
I don't think that's God. The Bible tells us God delights in you. God sees you as his own son or daughter, that God loves you, that he's rejoicing over you. Certainly you were a miserable wretch. Certainly you were lost in your sin, even dead in your sin. But when you came to Christ, he made you alive. He took your sins and hid them in the deepest sea. He, wa- he took your, though your, your sins were scarlet, he washed you whiter than snow. He's made you a new creature. The old things have all passed away. Behold, you've become something new. You are now being restored and remade into the very image of Christ. You know, our family has rehabbed a few houses before. And, and uh, we took, took, took some pretty dilapidated houses Back in, you know, 2010 and so on that were really cheap. We, we you know, my, my, my sons and I, we buy a house. And it was pretty, some of them were in pretty bad shape. And we remodeled them. We renovated them. And to be honest, we were pretty proud of the work we did. We took something that was really a mess. We made it look beautiful. And I can't imagine continuing to stand there and look at that beautiful house now and say, what a wretched, ugly, miserable. No, that's what it used to be. But now it's become a pretty nice house, a place you'd like to live, something you'd be proud of. That's the way God looks at you. That's the way God looks at you. He, he doesn't continue to see you the way you were. And sometimes I think we continue to see ourselves the way we were because we, we fail to understand the distinction of how, God, how we were before we were in Christ, B.C., how we are now after we're saved, and we fail to give God the glory that He's of what he's done. And so, sure enough, let's go back to my house. You know, we're, if we're going to sell it and the inspector comes and he finds a problem with it, okay, we fix it. But it doesn't mean that we, we think the whole project failed. It doesn't mean we focus now that all we can see is where we, we overlooked something or didn't get it done. We let the inspector point it out, though. We do our, we've done our best, and we let the inspector. Like God, has, God is, of course, the renovator and the inspector. And sure, God isn't done with us yet. God continues to remodel us, renovate us, make us new. But he's done a great work in your life, I can say that. If you've been saved, God is already at work. God is going to complete what he's begun, and he's already at work. And so in my Christian life, I have tried to say, God, you search me. If there's sins in my life, you bring them to my attention. As I'm reading my Bible, as I'm allowing the Spirit of God to speak to me, I'm saying, God, you speak to me. I used to go on this introspective search to try and find any sin I've done, and boy, was that depressing. And it would lead me, more than once, it would lead me into the downward spiral of just discouragement, depression, and thinking, you know, I mean, just a negativity. I'd encourage you not to do that. I'd encourage you not to if, if, spend some time and say, Spirit, is there something you want to change in my life? Is there something you want to show me? If so, I'll, I'm open. I'll listen. And I want to repent, and I want to turn to you, and I want to follow you. We listen to the Spirit. And sometimes we listen to, obviously, God brings other people into our lives who can point things out to us or reprove us or admonish us. We listen to that as well. But should you spend all kinds of 
time just trying to find any little thing that you've done? Well, I encourage you to have a high standard of righteousness to seek the Lord with all your heart and to aim high. I encourage you to, to, to be intense in your hunger for righteousness, but maybe be a little bit more gentle in your hunger, in your search for sin. I've said before, and I say it again, Christians don't grow by focusing on their sin. They grow by focusing on Jesus Christ. They don't grow by focusing on what we've done wrong. We grow by focusing on what the Spirit of God is doing right in our lives. Certainly, we need to identify where we turn from. Certainly, we need to say, I will do this no longer, and I will fill it now with this. And especially if you're new in your Christian life, sometimes there is more of a focus on the, the crud we need to get out of our lives. But as you continue to grow and, you, and the Spirit gets some of that crud out of your life, your focus really should become, I want to be like Jesus. Spend your time and see how he's focused on Jesus. Focus less on your sin, more on Jesus. Less on where you've gone wrong, gone wrong more on where God is taking you. Less on looking at your past, more on looking at your future. That's how we grow. That's how we get encouraged. That's how our faith grows. That's how we, that's what we're attracted to, what we focus on. Focus on your sin, there's somehow you tend to keep doing it. Focus on the righteousness of Jesus Christ in you and the Spirit of God in you and the fruit of the Spirit in you. Somehow, that's what grows and develops, and we, what we focus on is where we head. So, God knows your heart. God can search you. God can point out your faults and failures as you need. On our part, if you're aware of something, repent of it, as we talked about yesterday. And if you haven't, if you didn't hear that message, go, go see yesterday's message on repentance. And be zealous to repent. And if God convicts you of something, be zeal- don't be apathetic about it. Be zealous to repent. But spend the focus of your time. Spend the focus of your time. My encouragement is focus on Jesus and what God is transforming you to become. And understand, God does God look at you as some miserable wretch that's just filthy old wretched sinner? Not if you're saved. No, he rejoices over you. He loves you. Your sins, he's separated as far as east is from the west. They're gone. He's made you his child. I think God's proud of you. He's for you. He loves you. And he's and, and your future's bright if you're in Christ. Amen? Father in heaven, we want to thank you for the total transformation that you have done for us through our faith in Jesus Christ. And we say to this, hallelujah, hallelujah. We have, Father, turned to you. We've turned from our idols. We've turned from our sin. We've come into your kingdom. We've been born again. We've been saved by Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. Thank you for this. We mean it, Father. We're sincere. And, Father, anyone on today who's never sincerely done that, I pray they do that even this very moment. But we have sincerely turned to you. Because of that, you've made us new. The old has passed away. Behold, new things have come. Thank you. Hallelujah. We give you praise. And we pray, Father, that you would, and we're confident that you, by your Spirit, will search us 
and we're, we want to be teachable, and we want to be receptive. And if you bring things to our heart and our mind where, whereby we have sinned, we pray, I pray that we would each be zealous to repent. But Father, I pray we would also help us, Lord, instead of searching out our sin, to focus on searching out Jesus Christ and becoming more and more like him. Help us to be zealous, committed, devoted to growing to become what you want us to be. Certainly, we leave our sin behind. Certainly, we leave the crud behind. Certainly, Lord, we repent of it. But, Father, help us to realize that we will grow towards what we think about. We'll grow towards where our focus, towards where we worship. We worship you, adore you. We focus on you, not our sin. We thank you. Thank you that though we were a miserable wretch, you have made us a child of God. You've made us your treasure. You've made us precious in your sight. Hallelujah. Thank you for this. Help us today to walk in this victory, this freedom, and this joy. We pray and give you praise. And all of this is of you. This is not our self-righteousness. We don't claim to this righteousness of our own, but we do claim that we are righteous because of Jesus Christ. Self-righteous? No. Righteous? Yes. Because of you. And for this we bless you and give you praise. Take this day. Be glorified in it. Help us to grow and be all that you want us to be this day, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Hey, God bless you. Thank you for being with me. This is a new new year, and we are looking to the looking forward. Uh, it's been a, a tough week for me. I was pretty sick, but you know, uh, I'm, I think you've been praying for me, and gotten several nights of great sleep. I'm feeling pretty good now. And so we're going to be moving ahead in strength next week. And I think in the next 10 weeks, I've got something pretty excited. We're going to be going over life skills that will make us uh, successful as Christians. Life skills important in all of life, particularly the Christian life. Make sure and tell your friends about it. We're going to start on Monday this new series, 10 different life skills we're going to be looking at uh, over the next 10 weeks. So I, I believe that's what we'll do. So anyway, Tell your friends, make sure and invite them. It'll make a difference day by day. I think 10 weeks from now, we're all going to be better Christians than we have been in the past. So anyway, God bless you. You have a great day. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, we'll be back because we're every day. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow, and then you have a great day. God bless you. Bye-bye.